It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian is at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Ray Rowe. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to ENN. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. There you go. Uh, I'd also like to tell you guys, before we get into the ZNN, it's brought to you by our friends over at D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. Now I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. You're shoveling cod in your mouth. That sounds really, that sounds really interesting. Uh, Let me say good evening to Michael. Gary Cohen showed me something on Tuesday. (laughs) I know it goes on those interleague games. Right? All bets are off. We're very close. Let's, apparently so. Let's uh, let's say good evening to Don. Crack being sold on that avenue. Good evening to Don. It's carbs. Good evening to Michael and myself. You look like a complete loser. Thank you. Good evening to myself. <laughs> they were being somewhat semi-critical of the greatest booth in the history of sport. <laughs> and good evening to all of us. Wow. Nothing beats Crook and Kipe anyway. Yeah, you, you know, know what? what? Exactly. What about Crook and Kipe? They're not Crook. I love how he gets mad when he corrects you. <laughs> he can't help it. It's Crook, not Crook. Not Crook. Can I hear it one more time, please? I want to hear how angry Michael actually got. Wow. Nothing beats Crook and Kipe anyway. Yeah, you, you know, know what? what? Exactly. What about Crook and Kipe? They're not Crook. <laughs> I wasn't angry for no me. for Michael. That was actually yeah, it was like, more very mellow. Yeah, yeah, like a light level yeah, of disgust. Like I feel sorry for him. That sort of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh boy, there's a lot of stuff to get into. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, Can I'll, I give you one bit of news first? Well, if it's about what I'm going to say, then no. Well, tell me what you're going to say. I'm going to talk about someone whose initials are JB. No, that's not what it's not what it's about. I'm going to talk about someone named uh, SO in a second. Okay. Yeah. She's leading with SO. Yeah, she'll lead with SO. Yeah. All right, you know what I was going to? I'm glad you brought that up. All right. I got distracted. Uh, Shohei Otani has had a, would you think it's safe to say, like a, a borderline historic day? I mean, this is one of the better afternoons of baseball anyone's played in a long you, time. You run out of superlatives. It's a, okay, he, in the first game, 6 nothing shutout for uh, the Angels. One hit complete game, Otani on the hill. Mm-hmm. Game two of the doubleheader. He hits two home runs. However, Michael Kay has just informed me during the commercial break that after the second home run, he apparently reached for his side in pain and left the game. Mm. Holy crap. That's scary. I mean, he's putting his body through a lot. I mean, that's never been done before to pitch a complete game, 111 pitches, mm. and then be in the lineup in the second game, hit two home runs. One of the home runs was a, a monster blast of the retired numbers out in right center and uh, Comerica Park, and I mean, if it's if it's an oblique, he might be he might be out for a month. 
Maybe longer. Now, stupid question. Of course. It's unbelievable that he hit, that he threw a one-hitter mm-hmm. and hit two home runs. What if it was a no-hitter and he hits the two home runs? I mean, does, it, it, does that take this to a whole different level the day we're talking about? I think or either way, it's so insane. It's so we insane. just don't have the words for we it. Don't, we don't have the words. I mean, this is, this is, he's having really the greatest season of all time. Well, Michael just said it. It's probably never happened. Right, so the no hitter, yeah, it would be amazing because it would be sexy to be a no hitter. But it's a one hit. I don't think there's ever been anybody, right? I, it's not going on that you know big of a limb to say we had a complete game one hitter and then the next game hit a two run home run. Even back in the days when you did see pitchers hit, they're not playing in the second. They're not going to pitch in a game and then play in the second game of the double header. Michael, it's probably never. How could it have ever happened? Yeah, it's it's amazing. He's pitching nine and five, three point four three. 298 batting average, 38 home runs, 80 ribbies, on base percentage of 395, slugging 675. It's, you know, if he was a pitcher, he'd be having a great, great year. If he was just a hitter, he'd be having an all time great year. So put him together. I just hope That's he's why not hurt. he's going to make anywhere from 50 to $60 million a year. Also, we, we just learned, of course, yesterday that the Angels will not pursue any sort of movement on Shohei Otani. Because they are just a couple of games behind the Yankees. And we talked about it earlier, what they need to do. And what do they do? They get a win in the first game. And they are up 8-2, bottom six in game two against Detroit. Yeah, but he's hurt for a long time. And they're not going to make any run. Because they don't have Trout and they don't have Rendon. So, not good. But you don't know. I mean, how bad? I mean, I haven't seen the visual of it. Well, he, he grabbed the side and left the game. So I, I, I finished meals and grabbed my side. Well, I'm I mean, back the, at the amount of food day. that you eat, though. Right, but I'm, I'm ready. I'm back in action the next day. Now you want to talk scary injuries potentially? Yeah, this is fascinating. We have audio um, from this is before today's practice of Joe Burrow. So you have audio of a calf being a uh, well, don't don't. Psh. Oh. I have audio before practice. Uh-huh. Joe Burrow asked why he's in camp without a new deal. I've wasted enough days last two years with you know injuries and appendicitis and COVID the year before that. You know I don't I don't want to get out of camp wishing that I had you know seven more days that I could have got better. And so I'm that's the reason I'm here. I'm focused on getting a deal done. It's Good for us, good for me, good for the team, good for everybody. And what a ridiculous question, though. He's on the contract. That's why he's there. I know. We, we live in a time. Oh, that's unbelievable. Uh, 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 it's my last year of my contract. I'm not going to play. Really? It's it's contract. Well, Zach Martin is going to threat you're not in camp, right? It's crazy. It's uh, terrible. It happens. Anyways. I worked in the last year of my contract. Yeah, barely. It made it painful every day for the last six months, but eventually you were there. Yeah. Now you can uh, kind of relate to them throwing more. your name out there, Mister Summer was a rumor. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of you're more you're more that guy. You know what? I lived up to my contract. That suspension was part of the deal. Mm. Now, uh, the bad news we were referring to earlier, though, is after those words, he ended up coming limp at the end of a play. Excuse me. <laughs> That's. So juvenile. Seriously. What? Can it what be any nuance? Can you, can you try? I said, excuse me. I, I did try. He, he, <laughs> he pulled up. I, okay. I expect more. No, you don't. I, no, from you, I did. No, you don't. I'm giving you exactly what you expect. And it, it appears to be a calf 
of some sort, uh, a pull, a strain. People were like, oh, my God, is it his Achilles again? I don't think it is that. But but Burrow did clearly appear hurt, and he had to be carted off. That's not, never a good sign. The cart is not usually what you want to see. Um, so, yeah. And by the way, though, it, that reinforces immediately, Michael, why they asked the question about why are you here? Because these guys who are worth so – I mean, Joe Burrow – Joe Burrow should get the biggest contract in the history of quarterbacks. He will. And so you, you any any day like this, especially because he does have an injury history that exists too, that's a scary thought if it would be an Achilles or something really serious again. So uh, we send the best out to, to Joe Burrow. Now, we are, of course, at Jets camp today yeah. in beautiful Florham Park. And we spoke to all of your favorites. You can listen to it back on the podcast. Or maybe you DVR'd it on your Yes vehicle. Um, but one conversation that we've been having before we even talked to anyone was about the words from Sean Payton to Sports Illustrated. He took a broadside swipe at uh, Nathaniel Hackett, um, saying basically that Hackett did a terrible job in Denver last season. He said he couldn't hack it as a coach. And then he went on to say that the Jets are going to blow up. That this whole thing, the the hard knocks, the attention. He said he's seen it before when he was an assistant in New York with what, with what the Redskins did in 2000. This whole thing's going to blow up. So he basically not only takes a shot at Hackett, which is, as you said earlier on the show, Michael, incredibly uncouth for a coach, or you said it, Don, to go at a previous regime. But then he also went at that guy's new regime in New York also. What pretty cr- Pretty crazy I'm stuff. I'm not defending it. And oh, by the way, before we get Rick Wise, one of six others, along with Otani, to pitch a one-hitter or no-hitter and hit two home runs in the same That's shock- day. That's shocking. But the other ones came in the same game. They, they homered in the games in which they pitched. Nobody's ever done it in doubleheader. That is still a surprising number. So anyway, I'm not defending him. But the strategy from Peyton is I want to go all out to defend my quarterback. Because the only hope Denver has to compete is if Russell Wilson figures it out. So I'm coming in and I'm defending what was a miserable, the worst season of Russell Wilson's career. So was the question, I'm going to give was the question that, that that led to this? Why did Russell Wilson stink so bad last year? Because otherwise, probably was. probably was. It probably had everything to do with that. So why? Or why did they have such a disastrous season? Well, you had a you had a head coach who didn't know what he was doing, and all the attention when they got Russell Wilson. And be careful because look at what's going to happen with the Jet. He shouldn't have done it. But I did think it came from a place of defending his guy. And, you know, he, he, he said there were 20 pairs of dirty hands on him, which means that it was a collective effort. And I think he, as Don said earlier, he's just trying to pump up Russell Wilson yeah. so that Russell Wilson doesn't think he's shot. And Russell Wilson, you can tell, is the kind of guy who needs the... Mr. Unlimited? Mr. Unlimited. I think he is somewhat... Limited. But it's just amazing that even when it's not completely his fault, there's still awkwardness around Russell Wilson. Always. <laughs> you can't help it. It's like, this one isn't even his fault. And still. Well, it might have been Russell Wilson who told Sean Payton, well, this is why it was bad last year. True. So his fingerprints could be on a little. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. And he also took a shot at Russell Wilson in that story because he said, you know, the training room situation was a joke. I mean, they had his, they had Russell Wilson's own trainer. Oh, yeah. He said they're that not doing that. That wasn't going to be allowed. No. Yeah. So some of it was on Russell Wilson. Now, the coaching staff in the front office allowed it, but that happens with a lot of great players. That they, they have their own. Otani has his own people. Otani's interpreter is with him all the time. That's He's the one who works out with him. He's the one who counts the amount of throws that he has, the amount of swings. He's the guy. He has his own personal manager. Who's like, he's, he's like the Otani whisperer. Right. So, I mean, there are, the book, The Jordan Rules, there are different rules for great players. All the more reason to get excited about Rodgers because he's not pulling any of that. All right, he, he, he had his supposed list of players that he wanted them to go out and get. And he did bring and they, a bunch of them. But it wasn't like he pulled a tantrum to get it. It was like it makes sense, right? I, they, they didn't get Odell. Yeah, they didn't get Odell, but I don't think he came in here with a bunch of demands. I, I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but at least you're not hearing any of that soap opera drama, any diva stuff out of Rodgers whatsoever. And believe me, Russell Wilson, I'll defend him. And I got into an argument with Dan Grassa on the air last week. Well, you, you, you had an argument with your best friends. You don't argue with your friends? No. Sometimes no, no, you have no. the most fierce arguments with your friends, unless they're all, you know, happen to be arrangements. Did you guys manage, <laughs> did you guys manage to get some conversations in between uh, people randomly calling it was, it was really and hard. And attacking me while I was on my really hard. But the argument was, I think, I think Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer. He says no. I, I agree with him. I heard that argument. Hmm. Because he's never gotten an MVP vote. But I, I think... But he, he didn't even say he didn't get, win an MVP. Never got a vote. Never got a vote. But it was a tough time when you're playing with the Mannings and the Brady yeah, and the Rodgers. Never, never got a vote. I understand. And it was a team that was built around defense and the running game. But you know, you look at his stats and you look at the fact that he's won a Super Bowl. He won him on and, 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 and he, and he won, and probably should have won that one. I no, know he's it was the one that threw the intercept. I understand, but it was, it was an ill-advised um, play. Hold on, so, so, so real quick, that ball doesn't get intercepted. Are we even having a conversation? No, about we're not that? having a conversation. But uh, I do think, listen, if it ends up being a dumpster fire the rest of the time in Denver, I could change my opinion. Sure. But if he goes out there, gets Denver into the playoffs at some point, builds up some stats, you know, um, being a compiler can help you too. So, but either way, it's he's not Aaron Rodgers. So he was being a diva going to Denver. Rodgers deserves to be a diva and hasn't been. I, I will tell you, I tend to lean towards Don. That he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. But, but then look at it through this lens. There's an actual debate on whether Eli's a Hall of Famer. But Russell Wilson's much better than Eli. Eli Manning won, won two, two Super, Super Bowls. Bowls. But that's, and that's brilliant Don's point. in both of them. Right, but that's Don's point. So Russell Wilson's one throw away from having the same amount of Super Bowls as Eli, mm-hmm. except none of the three of us would say that week to week we saw Eli and Russell Wilson as equal. We fear You played against Seattle. You feared Russell Wilson. You didn't fear Eli. I'm sorry, guys. You didn't fear yeah, Eli. He led man. the league in touchdown passes one season. I'm not the he could take off and run at any time. I, I, I don't know, man. Russell Wilson is a horrifying. In his pre-last year, I hated playing against Russell Wilson. Didn't you, Don? Oh, absolutely. You hate playing him. Because he was that, that run-throw threat that was, like, really scary. But it, he no, can't just. No votes? Yeah, it is kind of crazy. God, it sounds like you guys did a tremendous show. We had fun. My Michael I, was listening. and Oh, yeah. I always listen. Hold on. I don't real, know if he was a fan. Real quick. I'm always jealous of your relationship with Dan. I don't understand, because I don't understand you wanna, why I don't have that relationship with you. Oh, it's sad. Listen to these years real quick. 2012 is the rookie year. You ready? Mm-hmm. 
3,026 and 10. Year two, 3,326 and 9. Year three, 3,520 and 7. Year four, 4,034 and 8. That was the year he led the league in touchdowns, right? That's right. Uh, no, I, I don't know. In 2020, he had 40. Okay. 40. I mean, so he had 34 and 8 that in 15. Then he had, tw- he had over 4,000 again the next year, 21 and 11. Almost 4,000 the next year, 34 and 11. 3,500 the next year, 35 and 7. 4,000 the next year, 31 and 5. 4,200, 40 and 13. I, I'm sorry, Don. I mean, the, do, you know, do you know how badly these numbers would trounce many Hall of Famers? I understand it's a different era, but man. Don't but they were, they were old school. Like, it, the, Seattle was old school trying to win with defense and running the ball. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I, I, it's, let, a, it's, a, it's a fun No, listen, you're you know, right. It was a good sports conversation. I love a good sports conversation. See, I, don't, I, I can't really do a deep dive on this because I'm probably not going to be alive when he has to go into the Hall of Fame. What do you mean? I'm probably living that long. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, give me a year. He's got, he's got five years left. Is it while you're on the show? I hope. I mean, if it helps the show, if I'm going to go, yeah, why not? But I, no, I, I, I'd say I probably have 14 years. 14 years left? Mm-hmm. You can't count down. That's sad. <laughs> I just said. So, so that's 76? 76, yeah. So the question is, get the drop ready. The question is, when Michael turns 77, will he be? I, you're alive. We'll, get, we'll, we'll have a conversation on your 77th birthday. You made it. You beat it. You were wrong. Wrong, Michael. You were wrong. Yeah, I would love to be wrong. I don't know. Sometimes you want to be right so bad. No, I don't want to be right. Not on that one. No. Why did Michael jump in front of a moving train? I don't know, because he wants to. See, like, I watch Anthony Volpe now. Yeah. And I go, I'm not going to be able to really know how this turns out. What? Come on. If he has a 20-year career. He won't have a 20-year career. uh, Why not? Derek Jeter did. Everyone's Derek Jeter. Jeter. Everyone's Derek Jeter. So if he has a decent major league career. 14 years. 13 years. I don't don't, don't know. Again, he could be a Buckner. Buckner played 22 years. Absolutely. You don't have to go to the Hall of Fame to play a bunch of years. You go full Nolan Ryan. We don't know. So you can't make it to 82? I'd love to. I want to make it to 100. Well, well, what, do you, what do you have? What issues do you have? I've got so many work? issues. I can't even stop coughing for the last one. I know. Ever, well, ever, nobody's by ever, the way, I, but Don finally stops coughing. Now you start coughing. Yeah, I know. And, and, and I actually feel badly that I mocked him when he coughed. Yeah, that's all. And I, and I heard you and him made a comment during uh, when I was on vacation about my coughing. It was <laughs> sure. a big funny thing. And meanwhile, he tacked the lung all week. I didn't say I finally said something before ENN yesterday. I was like, all right, what's you, you OK? But at least it came from a place of concern. I'm not mocking the guy. This you know what they call this in the business. Karma. A God smack. No, it's karma. Yeah. yeah. Love so karma. Something, more, could be something much more serious. Karma for the car. Yeah, this was the drop. Listen, well, I'll bring it up to him tomorrow between coughs. <laughs> That's nice, right? <laughs> oh my God! Between the two of you, we should show the change the name of the show to Afternoon Coffee. Um, ah, 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 wait, it's your turn soon. Wow, Rick Tbh wants to know if you were wearing a see-through blouse. He just texted me. Well, what does that mean? That's what he, it's not, it's not, he's not ripping you. He's asking about Don. No, but what is? I don't know. But we want to understand the joke. Well, he, he, I guess it looks see-through on the air. I, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, this just in from Adam Schefter. Idiot. Um, six-time Pro Bowler Jalen Ramsey 
will undergo knee surgery, and he is expected to start to miss the start of the Dolphins' regular season. Uh-oh. He was injured today in practice. His ACL, though, is intact. Speaking of the Dolphins, see what Tyreek Hill said? He says a lot of things. He, oh, he's going into the Hall of Fame as a Dolphin. First of all, you're not in the Hall of Fame yet. You've played for the Dolphins one year. You're going in as a Dolphin, not a Chief, where you won a Super Bowl. It's not, it's not a thing in football. Doesn't matter, right? You, they don't. You, yeah, you just get the bust, and then they they they'll have a, a painting behind you in a uniform, but it's not like the hat, and it's not the same thing. So you should just be, everybody be. That crazy. is really wild to say. First of all, both things are crazy. He don't get me wrong; he's Hall of Fame talent, sure, but we don't know if he's going in. Don't know, and that you'd be going in. Now. What if it all goes downhill with Miami? What if you hate it? He's only there because there's no state tax. Otherwise, he'd be with the Jets. Uh, if you guys didn't miss it, we are at Jet Camp. And we spoke to... Uh, you see the big Jet logo behind you? Well, if you're oh, watching on TV. Right, we, right. we let people listen on the radio. Sure, we do. Um, we, we asked both Randall Cobb and Robert Sala about the statements made by Sean Payton. Let's uh, hear the conversation with Randall Cobb earlier. Talking about the bunny gate coach? Yeah, That's yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> okay. guy. Right. Are you surprised that a coach would say that about another coach? Am I surprised? No, not in this day and age. As a man, I think it's pretty soft. Mm. I think he's trying to soften the blow, but that's not my team. I'm not worried about them. He can say what he wants to say. I know who Hackett is. I know what he brings uh, to our team. I know how he's going to motivate guys and how he's going to make the game fun. And that's one of the reasons that I'm here. He was he was a big part of the reason that I wanted to come to the Jets. Mm. No, there's two separate things here. Hmm. He's, he's obviously a fabulous offensive coordinator. Otherwise, Rodgers wouldn't have him. But he, he had a brutal year as a head coach last year. He'll never be a head coach again. Sean shouldn't have said it, but he, he made some You know how he'd points. be a head coach again? If Salah's let go at the end of this year? And then Rodgers goes, I want Hackett. Oh, well, there coach. you go. That'd be something. Let's hear from uh, Robert Sala, his thoughts. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm not. Well, you expect more from people. But the, the big thing I will say is that, you know, we're, we're excited about the direction, the direction we're going. You know, with Joe Douglas and his staff and our staff, we've been very deliberate in how we've done things. Really excited about Hackett and Keith Carter and Todd Downing and the staff that we put together on offense. So there's a lot of juice and energy on that side of the ball and doing a really, really nice job assembling it uh, and putting the offense together. And we're excited about the direction we're going. I joke around. I'd say, you know, like I said, the Rico Richie quote, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And if people are just looking for us to fail, we'll just keep watching. So, without saying very much, he he said some things. Oh, he's not. Uh, well, what he said, I expect more. You expect more from someone. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Payton picks up the phone and talks to someone. So, so apologizes. Yeah, I could see that happening because it, it, Sean Payton isn't thought of as a really good guy. He looks like a complete nozzle. It was a yo-yo bump truck. Yeah, thing. why would you do it? This is a gift, by the way, for the Jets, because you know these coaches want anything that they can use in that room. Right, and they don't have anything now, because everybody loves them. Any disrespect that they can get, they're going to love getting. Uh, Last night, rematch of the World Cup final in 2019, uh, the United States women's national team and the Netherlands um, had a 1-1 draw, and also... Uh, drew the English language group stage record for viewers. Over 6 million tuned in last night for the United States' second game in the World Cup. So was that a mistake we didn't open with it? Huh? If you were to ask the caller earlier, perhaps. Um, 
They won the first game draw yesterday, of course. That will do it for ENN. Wow. wow. It's presented wow. by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm, almost 35 years in the accident wow. victims. Every dollar they deserve. Officers throughout New York, New Jersey, 888-24-LAW-24. D'Agostino, bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.